Good morning, Raboisai. And for the Rafur Shlema of Aaron Ben Eli Sheva, a 10 day old baby born in hospital after his Bersmila with a heart complication, he needs our tears. Listen to this one, Dr. Dan Kaufman, in honor of my one month anniversary of doing the DAV with MDY, and in honor of, you, you think you'd go one day without hearing this name? Kaufman of the Five Towns who introduced me to MDY. Well, now that he's a sponsor of Turning of the Daf, we're going to hear his name every single day. Rabbi said, look at this one. Oh, I should probably put this into more, into better focus here. Here we go. Let's see if you can guess who this is. Sponsored by Aaron Shalom. Lilu Nishmat Aaron Ben It's not only Mordechai Ashkenazi the Tshuva, it's Aaron Shalom, who did Shuvah. It's no longer Harry. Reboi says, it's no longer Harry. All right, Baruch Hashem. So we have like this. This is a great email from Dr. Down Kaufman of the Five Towns. I'd like to sponsor Sharon honor my one month anniversary of doing the Daf with MDY. I have to thank Kalman of the Five Towns for introducing me this year. Over the years, I've dabbled in Daf Yoimi. Since my schedule is irregular, it's hard for me to attend the live share, but I used to dread doing the daf yomi every day, but felt, but, fe, but felt it was the only way I could be koveya itim latayra. Forced himself into it, which is also good. Though there are many great shiurim out there, none of them really spoke to me personally. Since Kalman introduced me to the share, I wake up every morning and can't wait until I do the daf with the rebellion. For me, it's a game changer to actually look forward to doing the daf. We've got to interview this guy. This is like a whole... This is an ad on Yeshiva World News. The clarity, sense of humor, excitement, and sense of camaraderie. Rebelli fosters an assurance and provide a framework around which my day is focused. My day is focused. I look forward to Mr. Shem many more years with Rebelli and Mr. Shem finishing shots with Rebelli. I guess he doesn't know. He didn't realize I'm going to read this or that he was. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Here's one in Hebrew. I'm just going to translate. Uh, I, how do you translate this word? Uh, I'll just say it in Hebrew. My email. I was very moved by the email. Especially that me, that I and Matis, Matis Steinberg from yesterday, we're family. His sister-in-law is uh, it's a Tzubeli, something. So Baruch Hashem, I'm able to finish Erevin. You gave me the strength and the uh, omets. How do you say omets in English? Oh, so you said in the beginning of that everybody says it's a hard Masechta, but together with the drawings, it's not going to be that hard. You promised and you kept it. <clears throat> without your translation, without your explanation, I would have given up a long time ago. Anyways, I found the daf. I'm looking to ask you a question on Daflam Gimel. Please call me. <clears throat> uh-huh. Not going to happen. Uh, from your student that loves you and admires you very much. You're the greatest in the world. I know it doesn't say that. It says um, something else. Okay, fine. Really appreciate it. One day I'll give him a call. Says the Mishnah, top of Daf Kuf Aleph, 101. Erevin 101, 100 Daf into Erevin. Unreal. It's really, it's, it's, it is, it is moving. 100 Daf into Erevin. 
We finished Shabbos, which is a tough one. We're finishing up Erevin. Only five dots left. Hadela is Shiba Mukto. Yeah. Ooh, good point. Let's talk about the, the CM for a second. Things are coming along beautifully, as they always do. Everything's falling into place. Some very, very nice stuff going on. It's going to be very different than last time. It's going to be a lot shorter and very entertaining. Some of these videos that came in with the Eruvin are amazing. I mean, they're all amazing. Like, literally, I, was, I didn't have time to watch it all, but it's like some of the stuff with, don't ask, great stuff. We have an amazing, world-renowned guest speaker, keynote speaker. Rabbi, what's his name? Noam? Oh, Reb Osher Weiss, Shlita. No, so everybody knows him. Reb Osher Weiss. The famous Reb Osher Weiss. So, Baruch Hashem, he agreed. Actually, Noam got him to agree. He's very, very, on very good terms with a bunch of people from the Shia, with Mendy, with Mendy Orbach, with Leon Welcher, with Noam Fix. Noam got him to speak. So, beautiful. We're very, very happy. What else? And we have some great videos of some of the guys, some of the chaver from the shir that people ask to see behind the scenes, who they are and where they are, so great stuff. So anyways, come join us, 8 o'clock Eretz Yisrael time, Sunday, this coming Sunday. So imagine if you have a breach in your backyard. It's open, car drove through it. So you take a nice piece of wood, and you put that wood up against the wall. What is that called? Binyan. Baina, you're building, it's usr. It's a deraisa. What if you decided, well, I'm not fixing the wall, I'm just making a door. Who said it's a door? Maybe you're fixing it. How do, how do we know what differentiates the door from a piece of wood? So, says the Mishnah, if we're talking about some sort of yard that you have... That's where you put your stuff, your junk. It's not so much for your swimming pool and your swing set. It's more like something that you don't really use. It's not a very uh, standard, usable place. Shubin Mokhtza. We, we had the Lashon already in the Masechta. It's like a yard, a backyard, but not like how we use the backyard. The Chadokim Shubin And if you take some sort of bushel of thorns and put it into some sort of breach in the wall. And you take some schach that you have left over from Sukkot and you throw it up against the wall so that animals don't come in. There's different types of animals that like to come in. There's whatever. There's two-legged ones. There's all sorts of things. So you put it up again so they don't come in. Says the Mishnah that just because you decide it's going to be your doorway, this temporary piece of plywood that's up against your brick wall, that's not a door. It has to be raised off the ground. If it's raised off the ground, okay, now it acts as a door. It functions as a door. It could swing open, kind of. Great. Says the, says the Gemara, Viriminu. Oh, oh, time out. We have pictures here. So, here's the piece of wood. He puts it over here. Here's, here's a breach in the wall. He, he puts some, uh, some thorns. And here's the machzeles laying on the ground. This is all from Yoni. As I said, Kala Lashan is done. I guess they gave up when it was five daf before then in the Sechta. No, seriously, I really think that they probably had to go to print. They were pushing this for two, three years. That's it. They were done. Or this wasn't worthy of a picture. Fine. Bizman says, Ruminu. We have a contradiction. 
Those hanigreres, umachzelos hanigreres. Nigreres means it's dragging. In other words, it's on the ground. It's not raised like the Mishnah tells us it has to be raised. You have a door that's dragging on the ground. Umachzelos and a and a, a thing of reeds that's on the floor. nigror. Interesting thing. I didn't know they do this. Rashi says they would take the handle of a plow and use it as a door. Okay, basically, you have some farm tools in the back over there. That's where you store your stuff. You go to your shed, you grab something, you throw it up there. So it'd be difficult for people to get into your property. Bismachik shurin, when they are tied, utluyin, in other words, they are raised, they're hanging. So, but it says nigra, it's on the ground. It's, so, so what is it? It's on the ground or it's, I thought it has to be gvoim in it's, it's hanging but it's on the ground. Our mission says it has to be off the ground. If this door, imagine a piece of plywood that has a nice hinge on it, whatever the tzir in those days looked like. It's probably not very similar to what we have, but some sort of big metal. So it's very recognizable that this is a door. It's, you're not building here. You're not, you're not trying to, to, to board up. Uh, in New York, everybody knows what that means. To board up your, your, your store. You didn't just take a piece of plywood and poof. That's binion. If that piece of plywood has a, a, a nice hinge sticking out of it, so now you see that it's a door. A door is motor on Shabbos. On Yantav. Shabbos, Yantav. Certainly on Yantav, which is less strict than Shabbos. Omar you could tell the outline. You see like there was a little bit, they notched it out for the tzir to go in. So that's okay as well. It doesn't have to have a piece of metal there. As long as it's a slab of wood that used to be a door, so this is your door. All these things that are dragging on the floor. If they are tied up, so it's like, it's hard to understand what's going on here. First it says nigrar, that it's on the floor, and it says gvoim So the Rishonim, and you see on the side, that goes with he sticks in here, they say, the Rishonim say, they have to be goyres over here, sheyesh lohem tzir. If they have a hinge, ugvoim afilu even if it's above the ground, a hair breath, that's fine, that's a door. But if it's literally touching the ground, that's not a true door. A door that doesn't have clearance from the ground is not a door. So what do we do? So that maybe that's why Rashi... Okay, Shaila is that, do you stick it in? Or is it two things? Does it have to be... Does it have to be both? That it has to be above the ground... And that it has to have a hinge, or it's one or the other. Okay, it's either or. It's not the two of them together. Same thing, same idea. Not that it has physically a hinge, but if you could see that it had that it used to have a hinge, great. Or not that you need it above the ground and a hinge, it's either or. If you have a bundle of thorns or a bundle of wood, he put it, he put it in, a, in a gap in the wall. 
ve'ein tzarech lo'imer biyantif. Okay, so if it's tied up and it's there in the wall, no'ilam be b'shabes ve'ein tzarech lo'imer biyantif. Tani rebchia delet almano hanigreres. If you have a widowed door, ein no'ilam ba. So this is very interesting. Taisvis points out here a tremendous chiddush. If you have a widow door, whatever that is, the Gemara is going to say it's, let's say, one plank of wood. Instead of a typical two planks glued together, it's one plank of wood. It says, says, even if it has a hinge, you can't use it. It's amazing. It's only made out of one plank of wood. It doesn't have like a crossbeam, whatever type of wood that goes surround. It uh, encircles the door, whatever these cross beams are that hold the door together. If it doesn't have it, it's not a door. What is it called? Almana door. So you can learn a Yisaitar Lechaira. A woman who lost her husband, it's not shot that she's a half a door, a half a per- she's not a person. She's not a, she's not a woman anymore. She's an Almana, Almana to the point where even if you have a hinge, garnish. That's why we have to be very careful with Almanas. Omar Rav Yehuda, Haimidurto, this bonfire. So you have a bonfire. Interesting, Allah, we're jumping now to oil for a second. So you pile up wood nicely. L'chaira, you're creating a oil. By putting on the top piece of wood, you're creating oil. So what's the way out of it? And we're talking about Ayyantav, because on Shabbos, this is all mukta, you can't do it. Anyway. So, says the Gemara, Mimalo lemata shari. Interesting halacha. I hold the piece of wood above, like this, and then I fill in the gap below. So let me ask you a question. What about a loaf of bread? I I take my uh, chalas for hamaytzi, I put two on the bottom, and then I put one on top of them. Am I creating an oil? Everybody's going to say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why not? Tysus asked the question. Tysus says that you could pile up bread and books because you don't need the ear that's below it. Over here you need the ear. The ear is what creates the fire. If you were to cram all the wood together, that, that wouldn't be a good bonfire. The bonfire is when, you, when they're separated by ear pockets and you want the ear pockets. And the same thing with an egg, according to one Pshan and Rashi, the same thing, you're putting an egg over... A grill, you put the egg first, then you bring in the wood underneath. V'chein, kidra, same thing with a pot. V'chein, purya, if you, there's a bed that the, the wealthy people used to travel with their folding beds. It's a piece of leather that goes on top of the legs. So instead of putting the legs and then the leather, you, you stretch out the leather, then you put the legs underneath. So it's not the way that you make an oil, and therefore... It's a motor. And the same thing with a barrel. You take the, the top barrel, you hold it, suspend it in there, then you put the bottom barrel underneath. Comes the min. He wants the chep of the rabbi. He says, Thorny guy, you're a thorn. Because it says about the, the better ones, the good guys, are like thorns. 
Omar Lei, Shatio. Idiot, you fool, you're a shaita. What is it called today? Fake news. Fake news. Why? Because anything that you say, I could take and edit it, take off the second half of the sentence, and you sound terrible. Fake news. How do you say fake news in Aramaic? Shaita. Why? Because you stopped right there. Just continue one word. Only all you have to do is one word. You don't even have to go to the end of the Pasuk. The next word. The the, the, the straight ones, the Tamil Chachamim, are like a sukkah. They protect you like a, like, a, like a sukkah. In other words, the Pasuk is telling you a praise, not a, not a, it's not a gnai, it's a shvach. It's not telling you, oh, the, 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 the thorns. He's a thorny guy. The opposite. So, so what does it mean? So what does the Torah mean? Okay, so I'll explain to you what it means, but don't, don't stop in the middle of a pasuk and pretend that it's like the Ezekiel bread. Uh, Lord said you shall eat this and this, this stuff, and it's under package. Yeah, but if you go to the safe of the crow, just the end, it says it's terrible, it's not edible, it's not even for a dog. Okay. So what does it mean? Look, it's like in our Mishnah. They would take the thorns and make a bundle out of it, and put it in any kind of breach they had in their, in their uh, fence. So the Tamidi Chachamim, they protect us from problems. We just had yesterday. Oh, I just hopped now. Rav, Bika, Motzah, V'gadah, Bergadah. Unbelievable. I didn't hop it. Now I'm hopping. What's the Lashen? He found a, a valley that didn't have a fence, and he fenced it in, referring to the Amaritzim. So the Tamil Chachamim help us. They, they make fences. They, they fill it up. How do you make a fence? With, with thorns. So that's what it means, Kichedek. Says the Gemara, not only that. Now this could be like a shtach back to the min. Over Acher, Toivam Kichedek, They crush those Rishayim. They, they squeeze them tight. They crush them like Gehenna. Fine, bring them to Gehenna. Shenema kumi yudoshi basirin. Of to crush, or in Hebrew maybe I don't know. I could, I think it's the same lashon hadek to to squeeze tight and to crush. Says the Mishnah. Oh, Mishnah, Mishnah. A second ago I saw Gedalia's father. I don't know if he's still on. Izu Fried, Shalom Aleichem. I don't recognize you, but Shalom Aleichem. How you doing? And Joe Shulman. Now I can go to the next screen. What time is it? Oh, we got a minute or two. <laughs> Moshe Hirsch, what are you smiling about? Moshe Hirsch is doing a great job, Rabbi Sai, with, uh, with the new newsletter. Help him out. Send him some good stuff. He's looking for writers, people with some chidushi taira, something gishmak. Otherwise, it's going to be, I don't know. Well, you always have Rabbi Schoenberg you can count on. Okay, let's go. Tzadikim. Here we go. Says the Mishnah. We're familiar with this because we just added a few daf ago. And I printed out the picture from this Mishnah then. Here it is. Here's a guy trying to open up a door. This door could either be in Rishus Arabim or in Rishus Ayachid. But the point is that you're standing in an opposite Rishus of the door. So wherever the door is, you're in a different Rishus. Similar to guys standing in one Rishus and spitting into another Rishus. That's why we had it in that Sogya. 
Don't stand in the Rishus HaYochid and try to open up a door, in other words, with the key, in Rishus HaRabim, or Rishus HaRabim, you're standing in a public domain, and to open up a door, like on a, store, on a storefront that's in Rishus HaYochid, that's on the Rishus HaRabim, you, you can't do that. Rashi says, this is talking about the case, where you're standing in the Rishus HaRabim, other Rishayim argue, if you're standing in Rishus HaRabim, and you want to open up a door in Rishus HaYochid, you build yourself a little vestibule, and then obviously you're like in the Rishus HaYochid now. Then you're Rishus HaYochid, the Rishus HaYochid, that's fine. Divrei Rebbe Meir. Amrulai. So Rebbe Meir is talking about standing in a Rishus HaRabim, opening up a door in Rishus HaYochid. Amrulai. Maizeb is Shuk Shel Patamim. Shahayi Yerushalayim. Think about even today, you have Shuk Machne Yehuda in Yerushalayim. And what do you have in that Shuk? The part that you don't like to go to. The smelly, you know, meat part. That, that, with the flies and all that. So that's what they had then. They had Shuk Shel Patamim. The butchers. In Yerushalayim. Shahayu Noy Adam Amarichim Zemafteich Bachaloyim. Shal Gabi HaPetach. So they would stand in the Rosh Hashanah That's where all the people, the thousands of people go through the Shuk. And they're locking the door that's in Rishul Sayyach. Rabbi Yaisi not a big machloikis, unless you want to make some sort of drush here. Shukshul tzamarim hayot, tzamer, lashon of wool. It wasn't the, 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 it wasn't the meat, it wasn't the butchers, it was the wool. So, so what's going on here? Says the Gemara of Rabbanon. What's going on with Rabbanon? Or Rabbanon. Rameir said, Allah, you can't stand in Rosh Hashanah, open up a door in Rosh Hashanah. And what do they tell him? They bring him a raya from the shuk. But the shuk is a caramelist. Why is the shuk a caramelist? Because the entire Yerushalayim is a caramelist. What's a caramelist? Nishtahin and Nishtaher. It's not a Rosh Hashanah, not a Rosh Hashanah. It's an in-between kind of thing. Why? Ah, you have 600,000 people going through Yerushalayim. So that we already had. Look, Yerushalayim has walls. It's a walled city. And they lock the doors at night. It would be a Rosh Hashanah because it has all the dimensions of Rosh Hashanah, all the criteria that makes something Rosh Hashanah. However, it has doors that they lock up at night. Now what about right now during the day, the doors aren't locked? What's the halacha? The halacha is that it's not a Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because at night you lock it. And in the Midbar, they didn't have doors that locked at night. It has to be similar to the Midbar, says Rashi. The midbar is 24-7, open. So as long as you have doors that lock part of the day, it's not like the midbar, and it's never Rosh Hashanah. So it's a caramelist. So what are Rabbanim bringing a raya from the Shuk of Yerushalayim to Reb Meir? He's talking about a different case. He's talking about Rosh Hashanah, opening up a door, Rosh Hashanah. And they're talking about a caramelist, very different. Because maybe even Reb Meir would agree that it's okay. What's the biggest concern? The biggest concern that you might bring the key from the Rosh Hashanah into the Rosh Hashanah, into the Carmels. That's not such a problem. It's only a Carmel. Only is it the Rabbana. I don't have to make Xera to Xera. Omer Papa Kan Koyim Shinivritzu Bapirtzis. Kan Lachas Shinivritzu Bapirtzis. You're right. Rosh typically is a Carmelist. However, once there were breaches, unfortunately, the Churban, the breaches in the wall, that were more than 10 amas wide, so it's no longer a walled city. So you could close the doors as much as you want. There's no wall to the city, so it's not a Carmelist anymore. Then it turns back in. Then all of a sudden, Yerushalayim is a Rosh Hashanah. And they were bringing a raya from 
a tkufa, a, a, a point in time where the shuk of Yerushalayim was considered a Yerushalayim. Rav Amar Seifas on the Shari Gina. No, you're right. We're talking about a Karmelis. So you have to insert something, you have to amend the Mishnah slightly, or some Rishonim say you don't really have to amend it, but it was understood itself. And in addition, you shouldn't, Mayor says, not only from a Rishonim, but it also applies. Don't stand in a Karmelis to a like we had the other day. Abayas says you shouldn't stand. The same Allah applies from drinking from a Karmelis. Same thing over here. We were discussing Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, and then we stick in also, by the way, the same halacha applies from a Karmelis, which is less than Rosh Hashanah, obviously. To Rosh Hashanah, you should also not do it. With Karmelis v'yivdach, Rishus Hayachid, you cannot do that. Uh oh. What did I do with all my stuff? Oh, I know what I did. Okay, so we are turning from Daf Kufalaf. Talmud Beis, sponsored by the Austin and Tobias grandchildren. And by Kalmer from the five towns, and sponsored by the fine and pro families in the schos of a Rafua Shlema Bekarov. I added that. For Mindel Elko Bas Adol. So, oh, but we're middle of a line here, not good. Do not stand in a Carmelis and open up a door that's in Rishus HaYochid. Elam Kain, Osa Mechitza Gavoya, Sarat Vachid. Shemeir holds, you, you have to do the same trick. You have to create, if this is, pretend this is a Carmelis, you have to make the same wall that you did in Rishus HaRab. Ah, that, Omruloi, Maisa B'Shukshop Atavim Shoi B'Rishulai. What do you, look, you, you want to talk about a Carmelis? I'm going to give you a Raya. There's a Carmelis, which is called a Shuk in Yerushalayim. Because Yerushalayim is a Carmelis, because it has doors that lock at night. They would lock it and place the, the key. It's a great place to, to hide your key, right on top of the door. Ooh, it wasn't the butcher shop, it was the wool shop. I have no idea. I mean, maybe in the back, someone in the Mesitta will tell you why, what the Nafkimin is. But okay, fine. Maybe because we want to talk about a Maisa Shahaya, you have to be very precise. Tonorabon. Pischei Share Gino. You have an opening that leads into the garden. Bismanchen base. So, this lockbox, there you go. Let's go back to our picture. You have here this little lock mechanism. It's 10 tfachim above the ground and 4 tfachim by 4 tfachim wide. So what is this? So let's call this box right now or Shusayachid. A few problems with that because at the end of the day it doesn't really have mechitzas that go up. Okay, it's suspended in mid-ear, 10 tfachim from the ground, 4 tfachim wide. This is a vestibule, which a vestibule is a Rosh on the inside of the garden. So it's not a problem. You are standing in Rosh Hashayachid. You're fiddling around with a key 
in a lockbox that's a, I don't know, a lockbox is not a great word, but okay, in a lock that's a Rishus HaYachid, Mutter. Mibachot, now, if this base shar is outside, also a base shar would be considered a Rishus HaYachid in this case, so you must stand in your Rishus HaYachid and open up the door in Rishus HaYachid. The lock is Rishus HaYachid, the vestibule is Rishus So where the vestibule is, that's where you can open or lock the door. Mikan mikan, two vestibules, both sides. So then there's no problem. There's a all over the place. No vestibule at all. So there's no rishus yachid. Then it's also why? Because this lock is rishus yachid. You're not standing rishus yachid. You have no right to open up something that's in rishus yachid. The same would apply to stores, shops that are open to the rishus rabbim. If the lock is less than 10 tefachim from the ground, then what is it, Rabbi Yisai? Less than 10 tefachim from the ground. What is it called? You're probably going to say Malkam Patur. Karmel is, Maybe mafteach me'erev Shabbos, Umanichoi be'iskufa, Then you, what's the iskufa? Remember the iskufa? Iskufa is the stoop from this picture over here. But we're talking about a stoop. That is less than 10 tefachim. And Melod has a halacha of a Carmelis. You put the key. You open, you close, you lock. You put it back on the stoop. And when the lock is above 10, Where is he standing? He's standing in a Carmelis. Where, what is the lock right now? It's above 10 Tfachim. What is the lock? Shusayachit. Lemachar, Paiseach, Venoyel, Umachzir, Lemekoymoy, Divrei, Rabbi Meir. Now, if we stop right over here, Rabbi Meir retracted his shita. Rabbi Meir over here is saying, if we're going like that, as the Gemara is going to explain soon, he's standing in a Carmelis and he's opening up a door in Rishusayachit. So he took back his shita. He retracted. This we have to explain. If the lack is above 10 Tfachim, so right now as we're learning it, it's a Rosh Hashanah You put the key on the stoop, which is a Carmelis. What's going on here? How could I stand in a Carmelis and open up a door in Rosh Hashayach? Or on top of a window. If the window sill has 4 by 4 that makes it a Rosh Hashayach. So you're not allowed to bring it to the stoop. The stoop is a Carmelis. The window sill is a Rosh Hashayach. can't go from side to side. Okay. Right after we're talking about a garden, which is a Carmelis, we're talking about and so too shops. So we have to say that it continues. Just like by the garden, we're talking about a Carmelis, so too by the, over here, by the, by the shops, we're talking about the Skufa is a Carmelis. So therefore we have to understand what's going on here. So we're talking about a Carmelis. So what kind of lock is it? Where's this lock? Is it Rosh Hashayachet or not Rosh Hashayachet? If it doesn't have four, then it's a Makim Ptur. 
And if it does have four, Rabbanon going to say you could stand in on the Carmelis and open up in the Rosh Hashanah. Nobody holds you can go from Carmelis to Rosh Hashanah. At the end of the day, this door does not have, this, this lock does not have four Tfachim. But it has potential. The door is so thick, it has potential to carve out. Let's see. Here's the picture. This is from Ayzvahadar. So here's the, the key, the key, whatever. Uh, what is it called? The mechanism. Where's the, where's the helper? Sural helper, somewhere. No? He's here today? He's Mr. Locksmith. He'll tell you. But look behind over here in this red, this red thing. I don't know if you could see it because I couldn't see when I was looking at the picture, so I decided to make it easier. I don't know if I made it easier or harder here. You see? The red lines, now, because before it's just black, the red lines are where you could potentially carve out. It's not carved. You could potentially carve it. This is the idea called Chaykikim Lashlam. And I'll remind you, we had it in this Masechta. Couldn't find the other one. I remember we had, where was it that we had a short door, a medium-sized door, a tall door. Was that in Erevin or in Shabbos? I don't remember. Maybe it was in Shabbos. Anyway, here's the Chaykim Lashlam. This is all the way from Daf. I don't remember anymore. Oh, Lamed Gimel. You have a basket on a round pole, and we pretend that the round pole is part of the basket. You cut the round pole. It's pretending. Here is from Shabbos, Daf, Kov Gimel. You have a shaped door, whatever you want to call it. We pretend it's, we, you square it out. Chaykikim is, you square it out. That's when Noam asked the question, something I forgot already. How come you don't square out other things? He's asking. I don't remember. Anyways, but that was the sugya. Fine. This lock is not a Rosh Hashayachid. It's not a, you asked me. It's a Rosh Hashayachid. I can go from a camera to Rosh It's not a Rosh Hashayachid. It's half of a Rosh Hashayachid. It's only two Tvachim. It's not four. You could pretend that you're carving out and create, continue the carving. That's what Chaykim means. You have already something carved out. Just continue straightening out the lines, push it back forward. Here, even in this picture, I don't remember the sugi so well, but there was a, you're carving out in the wall also. Here, there's a blue line, a circle, and you're carving out, you're making it a red square. And this is the machlokis. Remeir holds, this is the famous Remeir all over Shas, he holds, you could carve out, to pretend that you're carving out in order. So, Remeir achieves a Rosh Hashayach. He gets to the Rosh Hashayach. Rabbanon Savri, Ein Chaykim Lahashlem. Rabbanon say it's not a problem. That's why I could carry from the Caramelists to the lock, because at the end of the day, the lock is not a Rosh Hashayach. It's a Mokim Ketur. Om Rabbi Barabayo, Shema Mino, Mama I could learn from this Bryce of three things. Shema Mino, Chaykim Lahashlem. I see the concept called Chaykim Lahashlem, that I carve out, halachically, I pretend to get there. Vishmamina, 
and you see that Rameir retracted his shita like we explained before, that he holds that he could go from a Carmelist to, or we should say, from Rabbanon's side, you see, this could have been in for a thousand dollars. Very simple question. What's the famous Ravdimi Shita in Mesechtas Erevin? We had it ten times. I'm exaggerating, but we had a bunch of times. If you're in the middle of Rosh Hashanah and there's a little beam sticking out, it's not four by four, what is that called? It's called a Makam Petur. So any, any Rishus is allowed to use that beam in the middle of Rishus HaRabim. The people from Rishus HaYachid could extend their hand over the fence and put something down right there on the beam. The people on Rishus HaRabim could also use this to readjust their load. They must be careful not to do a trick. Not to put down, this guy puts down his hat, and the guy in Rosh grabs his hat and brings it into Rosh That would be awesome. Each Rishos by themselves would be okay. Let's stop here. Do a little early, we'll stop here. Raboisai. I know, I know. It's, it's a problem. It's a big problem. Lekavadasiyum. We'll stop here. Noam is in shock. He doesn't know how to say the tilim. He didn't get a siddur yet. Amen. Four more dafra boys. Four more daf. Unbelievable. Doyle was shocked. Shocked. It's a little, <laughs> little matanas. Matana. You could say, you could say, uh, Karbanas today. No. Ravelli, I got in trouble. It's uh, for Donny's, uh, for the fine sponsor, Tony of the Daff. It's, uh, it's pronounced not as well. It's Hazel, Hazel? How's it pronounced? I'll get you the right pronunciation, but Donny got very upset with me. And it's King Kalman, King Kalman. King Kalman. Hey, put on your mic. It's my, it's my daughter-in-law. He's not upset. Danny's not upset. He's just he's pretending in front of his mother-in-law. Okay, fine. I got it. Adol, of course. Of course it's Adol. What's the Shiloh? Adol Amenj. But it wasn't spelled like that. 
Aleph Dalid Lamed. I don't. To me, it didn't look like Edel. Okay, I thought there should be a Yud in there or something. Sorry about that. No, it's maybe it's my. I don't know how to spell it, but to me, it just looked like Edel. Oh, you ask him, uh, David, that you need some Yuds in there. Okay, we don't have to exaggerate, but a little bit. One yud would have done enough. One yud would have set me straight also. I don't need a double yud and the ayin to get, like, I, get, I got the idea. I just when it, there's zero ayins in there, so I thought it's Aleph Dalit Lamed. I think it's not an Aleph either. No, it's Aleph Yud Yud, I think. It's Aleph Yud Yud Dalit Right, okay, good. So, okay, good. You ever see how they spell like Friedman? They, 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 put in, they put in a lot of yods, a lot of ayins. It's like a whole long thing. It's not a... Right, that's what I'm saying. They stick in the ayin over there when it's not necessary. Yeah. Time out. Time out. Reboisai. Time out. Time out. Time out. This, it was written in English. It was in English. A-D-E-L. Okay? I don't know. You tell me. Ah, it's Yosef. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Sorry, Donnie. You gave him one minute. Time out. Let, let's say. Yosef, his in-laws are listening right now. So yeah, yeah, it's Yosef's fault. I called Beseder, Don. You're okay. You're out of the. Oh, Avi, Avi. Really? Wow. Rabbi Sai, Shir tomorrow at 7.10 by Avi Mandelbaum. Be there, be there early. I'll come on at 7.15. Take him over. Are we, are we starting the recording of YouTube at that point? You can do whatever you want. You can do. It's the Avi Mandelbaum Classics. Oh, he's Givaldic. Yeah, yeah. There's a new, there's a new setting that you could uh, take them out or something. Let me shut off the zoom. Hold on. Wrote, his teacher wrote, told him he has to write it a hundred times. 